Hello, hello. Welcome into Animan Plus episode whatever the title says, because I don't know when this is being uploaded. Uh, well, there was a couple weeks off that we are planning on taking, uh, so we want to do some extra episodes to fill those gaps, and this is one of them. Today's episode will be uh, involving good entry point animes, gateway animes, however you'd like to refer to it, that you could recommend to someone who's never watched an anime before. Maybe they're hard set adamant on no anime no matter what. Maybe some of these series you can point their direction and uh, try to motivate them to enjoy some anime. Join with me as always. I got Zach here over Discord. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm actually really excited for this one because this will actually be very entertaining. I think it will be like, hey, if you never watch anime and you know nothing about a podcast, go check this out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. 1000%. I think it's gonna be a pretty solid episode. We got, I think we both got some good series to shout out. You know, I've got series uh, broken up based on like multiple kind of categories like where I think anyone could enjoy this. You know, if you like like maybe drama, you know, and horror stuff like that, mm-hmm. or in thrillers, you know, and various other topics of where we can do some recommendations here. Uh, but if you could drop a like on this video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend, as well as check out our website, spikethe.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. And go check out the merch store, spikethe.shop.com. Join the Discord. I think that's it. That's the main stuff. Shout out the rest later. Not a big deal. Shout out to the Josh Pillow. Josh making his normal uh, appearance on his a Sparky 3 podcast. Do what? His head's sunken in today. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, let me let me go over and fix that. Hold on. I got it. I got this. I'll fix it. Don't worry. I got you, buddy. There we go. Yeah, there he is. There's that nice smile and forehead. Yep, yep. Tap on the head for luck. Hopefully this will be a good show. Shout out to Josh. Boom. Still there too. Still there and looking yep. beautiful as ever. Uh, corner. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I'll start turning down the music, and we can start some conversations. Uh, because this will be a good one, I think. Uh, I, I genuinely think so. Because, you know, this is going to be an episode that once it's posted, whenever it is, I don't know if it's going to be... Because based on when we're recording this, it'll either be like next week or the week after. I don't know. This one may come mm-hmm. out first. I may do the the big three, big five one we do the, the week after. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, either way, uh, I think this will be a good one. Because right when we're done with it... I have at least two people off the top of my head that I'm fucking sending this episode to where I'm like, here's some fucking recommendations. Get your head out of your ass. Anime is great, and you would love it. And one of the people you do know, and that would be Courtney. Oh, okay. Hey, I managed to get her into superheroes. Someday, someday I'll get her into anime too. <laughs> Courtney, one of my one of my close friends, shout out to her. She has always been dead adamant as long as I've known her. Anime is fucking stupid, not gonna watch it. And I'm sure everyone has a friend like that where they're like, oh, anime stupid, fuck anime. But yet they'll turn around and watch like some, you know, nerdy esque, you know, movies and stuff like the Marvel movies or DC movies mm-hmm. and stuff. But they won't get, they won't dive into anime because it's just too nerdy, whatever. Or reality TV. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have a lot of good shows here. I think we can recommend some people. Um, like I said, for me, I've got stuff broken up into a couple of categories where it's like anyone, slow burn, horror, drama, thriller, and a couple others. Um, Zach, do you want to go ahead and start with one of yours? Shout out something that we got going on. So I'm going to start it off with my dreaded. Oh, as no, much no, as I no, hark no, on no, a series, no. I would actually... I, Suggest Dragon Quest die. No. So he was never watched anime before. The Ugh. reason being is like it's an older series and it legitimately is a very prominent put together shonen series. So like it has our main hero, it has our cast, it has the traditional shonen tropes and whatnot. And for someone who doesn't know anime, that is actually a very good thing. 
the not know the tropes yes okay because i that's the thing that kills me all the time is because i i've watched so much anime and i know the tropes so i'm just sitting here going it's happening <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's it's happening again oh no yes right, right but for someone like who doesn't know actually know the tropes and legitimately has no real inkling of anime and whatnot this is a good one because it's as i said it's an older series that they've animated now and everything and it had actually has some very interesting fights sequences um character development consistency and um just character motives and everything and whatnot and as slow as it is characters gaining relationships and whatnot and actually mm -hmm. connecting and whatnot and then it has the traditional shonen thing of friendship is magical hey you're my enemy but now we fought now we're friends now right. let's go beat the next enemy together okay yeah that... <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> go ahead and introduce them to all the tropes right out of the get-go you know instead yes. of just yeah yeah every trope imaginable in anime right here in dragon quest just so you because, already know because like this series has very hard good and evil sides and then it also has hadlar and his crew which is the very which is the stereotypical Initial evil that slowly become good <laughs> mm -hmm. and become friends with the heroes and whatnot. Right, right. So, like, it just has all the tropes of one. I'm just like, here, here's your trope package. Here's just your main thing of it's shonen. You're going to get tropey. You get to experience the first time in all its glory. And now you get to see it in everything else now. Right. Okay, fair enough. I hate that it's on the list, but I, I see your point. Okay, I do, yes. I do see your point. Go ahead and get all the tropes out now, you know, since it is an older series, you know, older written series, of course. Yes. You know, just go ahead and get all the tropes out now, because, you know, going forward in anime, you're going to start spotting all these tropes here and there, but Dragon Quest has everything for you at once. There you go. It legitimately does. It has every single one. <laughs> I hate that Dragon Quest makes it into this list. At least, thank Christ, Dragon Quest is finally ending. Bro, I don't, I can't tell you how defeated I was today. When I was looking up Dragon Quest, like the manga for Adventure for Die, and I saw it was 349 chapters, I was so defeated. I'm just like, <laughs> no, this is never gonna end. And then I that series as a manga lasted for five, six years yeah. at that many chapters. And then I went and looked at the 2002 anime. It's like it is now confirmed to end at 100 episodes. I'm like, wait, what episode is it on? It's like 89, 90s coming out, whatever. I'm like, oh, thank yeah. God, only like 10 more weeks of this, and then you're free. I'm free. The Animan Plus listeners, the diehards are free. Everyone's free. Mostly you, since you've wasted so it's, over a it's day of your life. actually got to end right e at either, either at the start of the fall series or right before. Good, because we're gonna we have too much for fall. <laughs> I sent you earlier. I have nine series that I, you know, want to watch or am watching. Out of those nine, at least six of them are locked the fuck in because I already know like either they're either going to be great or it's a continuation season of something that I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other three are newer where it's like the uh, Immerance of Shadow, uh, that Shinobi one that randomly popped up. That actually looks kind of cool, honestly. Uh, okay. And then uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam. You know, those are the ones yes. where it's like, we'll see. We'll see. The other six are like locked in. You know, we got Bleach, you know, My Hero, Spy Family, To Your Eternity, Blue Lock. Blue Lock. Whatever the other one was. <laughs> Chainsaw Man. Man. Yes, thank you. So, thank God Dragon Quest is ending. But, no, I do see your point, though. That's well, a good entry point. Uh, another entry point, though, uh, and I just mentioned the series, uh, would actually be Spy Family. This is one of my series that I think anyone could enjoy. 
I think anyone could turn on Spy Family and have a great time just because of like the character development and the character building and the relationship building between our main mm-hmm. our main cast how how well our main cast and their voice actors portray said characters just the comedic aspects from Anya uh with her you know with her being able her to read minds yes and, and just like the shock moments and this and that the animation that is in this series is fucking incredible um, you know, the action sequences, the few that we have are great. It doesn't overload you with it because it's not really meant to be an action series. You know, I think I think Spy Family is legitimately a show that I feel like anyone could probably turn on and just have a good time, legitimately. And it's because of that relationship yep. building between our three main characters. I think it has everything that, especially also where it's also like, it's very inviting because it's a short series, you know, at least for now. You know, yeah. we do have the second season coming out, but you know what, twelve or thirteen episodes, I forgot which. Um, you know, that's very inviting for people. Well, oh, that's not that's not a bad watch. Let's turn it on. It's just like a regular season of whatever I'm gonna binge on Netflix or Hulu that day. So Spy Family is definitely one of my top ones. Um another one that I have in the anyone could enjoy category. As much as I think it's mid and I think it's overrated as shit. I think it's overrated as shit because I'm a hardcore anime and manga fan, right? But if you're not a hardcore anime and manga fan, I think Demon Slayer is an amazing entry point because, like, it's just it's just mid enough for someone who's never watched an anime or, or a manga to jump into it and probably have a pretty good time. Because you also have to keep in mind how unbelievably well animated this is. So it's just like, ooh, pretty colors, and that can help draw someone in. Great action, you know, great animation. Characters are I, again. I think the story's mid personally personally because i've read and watched so much other stuff but for someone who hasn't read and watched other stuff they could hop into demon slayer and be like oh this is awesome you know because i I actually see that all the time where like i'll be scrolling on facebook and i'll see someone who i know for a damn fact has not watched like more than part three animes in their life and they're like oh my god bro have you checked out demon slayer it's so good i'm like yeah, you're new. <laughs> you're new. You're new. Ah, I see you haven't earned your first bash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, am I, am I off point on that? Because like, I feel like just like with how well the you know, the studio that does Demon Slayer has taken care of that series and stuff, like, and its mass popularity, like it's it's popular for a reason. Like, am I off point on that thing? And it's it's ready. It's good for everyone. Because again, like, it may be mid to me. It may be like mid to you. But that's because we've seen and read so much more. That's better. You know, but for someone who never has, I feel like they could come in and probably fall in love with it. Yeah, I could see your point there. I mean, all I've ever watched of it is the first episode of the Mugen Train, but both <laughs> those were animated very well. That's right. And you I haven't mean, even read it, have you? I've read up to oh, okay. the that's arc right, that's that right. the season, the second season just did. I've actually read up to that point, but I caught up to it then, and then I just cut it off for whatever reason, never went back to it. That's fair. I feel that. Um... So, I mean, yeah, I could see that for a new person because it is a very... The only thing with it is that for a new person, it is a very more dark aesthetic series, um, which isn't a bad thing because the series as a whole isn't, like, real dark tone, but it is that dark aesthetic, which I could see turn some people away from it initially, but overall, it would be a good entry point. Right. That that was my take on it, you know, just because, again, it's it's like one of those situations of they don't know any better. Like they'll go into this and they'll just think it's amazing. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. So I've got two more that I personally would say anyone can enjoy. 
And I'll, st- I'll start with one, and I'll jump to the other. And I want to jump to the other. Uh, there's a certain one that I want to end off with in terms of the anyone can enjoy, because I feel like okay. it's going to open a bigger conversation uh, that we kind of somewhat teased about before, you know, between, you know, before we started recording, between us. Okay. Whatever. So the, one of them uh, would be Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. The story and the characters and everything about this series is so captivating. I mean, in my opinion... Full Metal Alchemist is one of, if not the best story in all of anime and manga that I've ever personally watched or read. You know, it, it's not my number one favorite. My number one favorite, of course, Hitman Reborn. And mm-hmm. I love that story to death. But like Full Metal Alchemist to me is the perfect is the perfect anime manga story. And a lot of people would share that opinion. A lot of people. I mean, it's it's one of the highest rated animes and mangas in history. Like on my anime list, or you know, whatever you know, or uh, you know, the anime live charts, etc. It is one of the top rated and top considered series like on the planet, um, and beca- and because of how well it's written, because of some of the dark tones and like tragic story that these two brothers go through, and just the overarching plan of everything else as it continues to unfold before your eyes, where it plants seeds here, plants seeds here, and then as the story goes on, you're just like, oh yeah, fuck, oh my gosh, whoa mind blown all that sort of stuff it has all of that and more plus it has great action sequences you know maybe about 64 episodes sure mm-hmm. but there's 64 episodes of an unbelievable ride you know if you're if you're jumping into it for the first time i will say like brotherhood for example maybe a little jarring for the first 10 episodes because the first 10 episodes are so fast because yeah, they, they are really quick yeah because they're trying to quickly get through what was canon in the original show because in canon, yes. the original show was like 20-something episodes of pure magic, by the way. Pure magic. I, I still love the 2003 anime because of how great. the. I mean, really, the whole show is entertaining, yes. Yeah, like, even their own story is good. Like, I yes. personally like it. It's nowhere near Brotherhood level. But, like, the, those first 20 episodes of the canon material was, was told so well. So, yeah, the first 10 episodes of Brotherhood's a little jarring because of that. But, like, once you get past that, like, bro... It's still good content. Let me stress that. The first episode is still good content. Once you get past that, bro, it just opens up. And, like, there's so much about this world that I think anyone could get attached to. You know, what What are your thoughts on that one? I mean, I highly agree with that, especially with, like, the 2000 series. Um, because, like, even though only, like, half of it was manga canon, the half that they actually created themselves was actually really well done. And even though a lot of people, fans of the Full Metal would like to forget about it and whatnot. It was actually a very well done story that was still within regards to the characters and everything, especially with all the plot lines and whatnot that we knew at the time. But Brotherhood itself, how much it takes from what we knew and actually follows what the author eventually wrote and expands on everything is phenomenal and just overarching story that can very easily grow people to attach to characters, especially, um... Oh, what's his name? He was in one. Of the, he was in the saddest deaths episode we did. Oh, uh, that uh, lust kills. Uh, Oops, spoiler. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. Well, oh my god! Don't say his name at this point. Well, a character that lust eventually offs. He's he's a phenomenal character, and most people by the time I remember it, uh, I won't say it. the series gets to it, usually falls in love with this character because he's such a well-written character and done so well. That is such a sad death, man. It is. Like, and then uh, also another character's reaction to it, where he's just like, "It's a terrible day for rain." It's like, "It's not raining, sir." And it's like, "Yes, it is." And he's, he's you see him crying, like, "Bro." Yes. I'm gonna have to rewatch Brotherhood sometime soon. Like, just, <laughs> just because of how emotionally attached you can get with that series from just that scene alone. Yeah. And because that's like 
mid-series, if not or like first third, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. It's like in the probably the first twenty or thirty episodes. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you want me to go ahead and shout out my last one in the anyone category because it's going to open up an- another conversation, or do you want to shout out one of yours? Uh, I mean, go ahead and shout out your anyone category because okay. the next ones I want to shout out really don't. Um fit in well it could fit in anyone but for a different reason but okay you can go ahead and shout out yours so the last one in my anyone could enjoy this category in my opinion is actually naruto um i know you know everyone knows of naruto like i mean you don't even have to be an anime fan you probably know no. of naruto at this point uh like legit because of naruto running naruto running has become such a thing <laughs> like, like it was on the fucking news before like over the <laughs> over the invasion of area 51 <laughs> like yeah like everyone knows of naruto in some capacity i mean it's, it's reached the same level as dragon ball one or two people walk into where i work wearing some sort of naruto-esque paraphernalia exactly so here's my thing about naruto you know it's one of the larger animes in history one of the more popular ones and that's also where the rest of this conversation is going to kind of lead is our opinions on the other really super high tier notable series uh but in naruto's case the thing that makes me like draw draw where i draw it in where it's like i feel like anyone can enjoy this is you know ironically enough me and zach were just talking about this before we started recording on on a whole different topic but like when it comes to anime and when it comes to manga, that first chapter, that first episode, that is your sales pitch, okay? Mm-hmm. That is your sales pitch for someone to want to continue reading. And that's one thing that Naruto does incredibly well is they hit you with such an emotional sales pitch in the first episode, in the first chapter of where, yeah. you know, Naruto, you know, it's like the first opening sequence where it kind of sets the groundwork of like this tragedy that happened with the, you know, the nine tails and stuff. And then brings us to where Naruto being the troublemaking kid, you know, uh, there's those little tidbits here and there where it's like, you know, he's cleaning the graffiti off the, the, off the, the four statues. And he, you know, in Iruku's like, you're not going home till this is done. And Naruto's like, what does it matter? There's no one home for me anyway. It's like those little hits here and there that just like emotionally kind of draws you into the character, including like the end of that episode, you know, where Aruka, you know, Naruto's off hiding, whatever. And Aruka's uh, talking to Mizuki and talking mm-hmm. about how Naruto is a precious student that he, that he acknowledges and blah, blah, blah. And up until this point, like you learn in this single chapter in this single episode, just like very quickly, how tragic this kid's life is where he's a 12 year old kid. I think, I think it's his age, but we'll just say it is 12 year old kid who everyone in the village hates absolutely despises he's completely alone there's no one to love him essentially you know he is truly got like that tragic uh story that can immediately rope you in you know and it's those little tidbits throughout the whole chapter like including when naruto does get acknowledged by iruka and that you know when he's hiding whatever with the scroll that he stole mm-hmm. he's in like full-blown tears which draws you in as a viewer or a reader so that i mean it may be one of like the longer series where it's like, you know, you, you click on Naruto. It's like, Oh, what about this? I've heard about this one. Oh man, it's a lot of episodes, but like you just watch that first episode and you can get hooked very quickly because of that emotional attachment. Uh, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, on that approach? And then we'll dive more into the other big series. I mean, I'm going to agree with you, with you, especially with Naruto, just of that first episode or chapter really, catching you and bringing you in drawing you to this just one character to really start you out and then as it expands throughout the series introducing all the other characters and um everything and whatnot and i mean my big thing with naruto and the other big series like even 
One Piece and Bleach, which are usually in tandem with it, is just like I would suggest any of those to anyone just because one and don't be daunted by the number of episodes each one has because here's the thing. They do have large numbers of episodes, but these series are very good and just like it's very easy just to watch sections and then drop it off and just go to try some other animes and whatnot because each one of these have a just initial theme that I like to associate with them for like Naruto. It has that character building of this downtrodden uh, kid who's, as you said, despised by everyone. More or less his hero story of going from that to becoming someone respected by the rest of the village, getting teammates, things like that, allies and whatnot. And just that whole story with him and everyone that is, you end up getting in, noted with and everything. Whereas, like, One Piece, which is still ongoing, still a ginormous series, it's a very good series of just using that motive and story of just follow your dream, do what you want to accomplish that dream, because that's Luffy's whole thing. The first episode, he pops out of a damn barrel that he was sleeping in, and it's just like, I don't like her. I don't like how she's treating you. I'm going to knock her out. <laughs> hey, knocks him out. Hey, want to be buddies? Cool, let's go. Right. It's just his journey of just recruiting people to help him to determine his dream and just him just not giving up that dream and just doing whatever it takes to follow that goal of his and that dream of his and just the ridiculous characters, stories, and whatnot we've gained from just the main concept of this is his dream. He wants to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. And we got everything else. And then with Bleach, is honestly with Bleach, it's is very interesting. I'm always thinking of a story of determination because that very first episode, it, the whole thing is like Ichigo's family is being attacked by a hollow, and his determination to was to save them was getting stabbed with sword to get some power. He has no clue. As far as he's this sword's gonna kill him, but he's just right. like he's like, Let's I'll go. take it. Just takes a stab to the sword and just becomes uh, Shinigami. And for that, he just runs with it. And just his determination to help those and save those he, close to him. Because even like the whole Soul Society is literally just his determination to get Rukia back. Mm -hmm. And all. So I always see his story as like a very story of determination for his him wanting to protect what's close to him. Right. And I can see both those points. See, for me personally, I, I would not say One Piece and Bleach are like good entry points. And while your points are 100% valid, my my two reasons for both of them, number one with One Piece is because like while it has that great vibe of, you know, dreams or whatever, I just think that episode counts too daunting. I really do. We're over a thousand episodes now. We're well over a thousand chapters. I just think that's, I know Naruto is like 600 chapters and whatever amount of episodes. Mm -hmm. Like I get that, but like whew, over a thousand, like that could eat. Like, I feel like one piece is one. It's like, once you get a couple animes under your belt, try one piece, you know? Cause then you might be like, Oh man, I've watched like this show that was like, you know, full metal. That was 60 something episodes. I watched this show that was 24 or whatever. You know, it's like, Oh man, I wish I had more content of something. I'm like, all right, well, you know, Naruto's like 600 One Piece over a thousand, so you're fucking set forever. You know, like, I just feel like at this point, like, getting someone into anime for the first time, like, first time ever, I feel like you try to recommend One Piece, they're gonna be like, it's over like a thousand episodes, though. Because, I mean, that's daunting for anime fans, you know? 
So that that's my one thing about One Piece. It's not the story itself. It's just the, the current state of the series, how long it is. And in Bleach's case, I feel like Bleach would be a good recommendation, and people would probably enjoy the first X amount of chapters or episodes, right? Mm-hmm. But once it gets to like the normal routine of like our main characters just getting slapped, like I feel like it could turn some because it turns me off. Where I'm just like, this is good, but like, can we not always get guaranteed to get smacked in the mouth like every time? Like, can we just t- don't it, dial it, you know, dial it back just a bit? You know, so I feel like while the start of Bleach could like really hook someone in, I feel like they could also immediately get dropped off. You know, within X amount of episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's my stance honest. on those two. With Bleach, the only thing that hooked me was that first opening. Yo, that opening, my is orange so, range, dude. That opening, my asterisks, dude. Yeah, asterisk, man. That is so. Every once in a while, that'll pop up my Twitter feed, and, and I'm like, well, gotta watch this. That opening is clean. It's one of the best ones like, that, out there. That's another thing with Bleach. Like, Bleach has fantastic opening and endings. Yeah. Like, literally, I do nothing about Bleach. I just saw a video site that had like the first two minutes of it as a preview, and it, I just heard just the opening. I was just like, "The hell is this?" And I just carried on. I, you know, another thing about Bleach, and this isn't like a, a negative aspect to the series or anything, but it's just like a funny aspect, you know, is you get you get someone to watch Bleach for the first time, and they're going to be questioning for the longest time, what the fuck is Bleach? Why is Bleach the name? There's going to be people asking that for a while yeah. before they're, they're going to have to research and figure out why it's called Bleach. <laughs> well, again, the thing with One Piece and what the daunting episodes, I would still always recommend it to people just because it is a mainstay and just yeah, classic. Yeah. I would never say will commit to watching one piece i would say maybe start with at most the east blue arcs which is about 50 episodes give or take right that's fair that's fair uh speaking of main main series uh two more that i'm curious your thoughts on dragon ball yu haka show Yu Yu Hakusho, i would probably recommend to people just because i find that as a phenomenal series it is a very now, would you recommend to anyone or only people that like a certain sort of series? I would probably not recommend it to everybody. Because, see, that's my stance. I, I feel like Yu Hakusho is a great entry. It was one of my entries. More action-oriented. Yeah. Like because the, it d- does have a good uh, story overall and everything, but it is very heavily action-oriented yeah. in a uh, testosterone film. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a, it's got a good it. hook immediately. I mean, when your main character dies in the first five minutes of yes. the show, you know, it's got an immediate good hook to pull you in. But I, I feel like I'm with you where it needs to be more action. Because, I mean, it was one of my entry points. My entry point was Dragon Ball Z. The first anime I ever watched was Dragon Ball Z. I can still remember the exact scene. I turned on the TV in the living room here in this house, and I was slipping through the channels and I got to the scene where Goku and Vegeta are fighting on Earth. And they're like, you know, it's the scene of where they're in the middle of their fight and they're like flying upward, punching each other. Gotcha. That's the exact moment that I first started watching Dragon Ball Z. I don't know why that memory is burned into my brain, but it is. Uh, so Dragon Ball Z was my entry point and got me hooked pretty much immediately. Just because, like, you know... Th- I guess, like, in terms of, like, the action stuff made it so cool for me is, like, I also grew up on Power Rangers, so, like, I was naturally always more drawn to action things. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, Yu Hakusho is one that I'd recommend because it's, like, boom, boom, boom. It's very straight to the point. It's, like, what, 96 episodes or something like that? Um, could be wrong yeah. with that episode count. But, I mean, it, it's it's got a great hook. 
It's got great action. In my opinion, it's got a great dub. I love the dub, personally. I, I no, like you, sub you and dub. Show has 113 episodes. Sorry. Okay, there you go. Like, it's one that I'd recommend, but like Dragon Ball, though, like... It's weird, man, because I am someone that even though, yes, I, I just stayed, I started off with Dragon Ball Z, I did also go and I've, I've watched I've watched all of Dragon Ball. I'm not one of those ignorant fans who's never gone back and read or watched the original show, and I love Dragon Ball to death. I think out of the four shows, it's the second best, uh, Dragon Ball Z being the best out of the four shows, but I don't know if I would recommend people to go watch Dragon Ball unless you're a certain fan of a certain type of series per se dragon ball z you know it's very heavy like you need to be a fan of action stuff and i'd recommend it yes. to you 100 percent. and i feel like even you don't i hate to say it but i feel like you don't have to watch dragon ball to jump into dragon ball z and enjoy it if you, you don't you you really don't like like it kind of it, it throws you into it pretty easily and it pretty yeah. quickly where you can grasp what's going on now watching dragon ball just helps add to it because it's about the journey of where he started to where he is now and if you can like look past the action and really acknowledge that character arc of like where goku was where he was strong yes but weak at the same time to watch his growth over time of where he like he lost to Jackie Chun he lost to TN and just kept growing and getting stronger beat king piccolo beat this character, beat that character, you know, like watching his growth up into adulthood and stuff, like, then you can really learn to admire that if you look past the action. But Dragon Ball, I don't, again, you got to be a fan of a certain type of series, I feel like, a certain type of, like, TV show or movies for me to recommend Dragon Ball to you. If you just yeah. like action, I can recommend Dragon Ball Z very easily, like, because I, I truly, I can, because I feel like Dragon Ball Z is the better hook almost, and I hate to say that because I love Dragon Ball, but, like, if, if someone likes an action TV show, have them watch Dragon Ball if they like it, then go back and watch Dragon Ball. Uh, they watch, watch Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z and then go back and watch Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z definitely has the better hook because the first episode was literally Raditz shows up, yep. steals Gohan, and Goku and Piccolo go team up to fight Raditz. Yeah. Versus Dragon Ball's first episode is Goku meeting Bulma. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bulma, yeah exactly. And, and finding Master Roshi, and she flashes Master Roshi. Yes, and tries to flash Goku. Yeah. Tries to. And I think that was also when Goku patted her, you know, like, yes. oh, you don't have balls. <laughs> yes. So, so, I don't know. I, I love Dragon Ball, but I, it wouldn't be a recommendation for me to someone to never. And honestly, as much as I love Z, I wouldn't recommend Z either. I mean, Z would be a recommendation, sure, if you're a fan of action shows, but it wouldn't be at the top of my list for. Hey, watch Z. Yeah, you got to watch Z. You got to watch Z. Like, while it's a legendary series and it deserves that status, to get someone into anime that doesn't like anime, there are other series that I'd recommend before Dragon Ball Z to help get them into anime. You know, at least in my opinion. See, on the other aspect of that, taking action to the side, series, a set of three series I would like to recommend to people just because of how easy watch they are and just sort of how they are set up would be... Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, and Case Closed. And the reason being these is sort of, they each have their own aesthetic and don't, don't have a major focus on action and whatnot. Each of them have their own action, with Case Closed action being far in between and really weird, but it's in there. The main thing is, like, each of these series is set up where their episodes can be done as one-shots or a set of, like, two or three episodes. So they're nice little small bites for people, and you don't have to invest too much. So, like, if you're starting anime and whatnot and starting with, like, uh, Trigon or whatnot, like, for the first, like, 
10 episodes or so. I think there's like two sets of two episodes that go together. So, I mean, you could watch those. If you want to go leave it off for a while, you can go away and then come back to it. It was like, oh, yeah, I was watching. That it was really good. And just continue. And you don't necessarily need the previous. Remember the previous episodes because it's still its own little story. Mm-hmm. And that especially with it, Trigun, Bebop, and Case Close, because each one of them has their main story in a little bit in each of their episodes, but they also have their own episode story. So they're nice little bites for people. Right. And you know, spaced out well. Another one that I would actually throw throw into the ring here, and this is you gotta be a fan of this sort of material. If you're a fan of material that's just like what he's saying, where it's like a bunch of one off episodes and nothing relate. Kind of like, you know, Kind of like you would have like a like let's say any sort of like random TV show like a Family Guy you know American Dad where every episode's mm-hmm. its own entity you know and same thing with a lot of like you know decent amount of uh, comedy shows and stuff you gotta like comedy and you gotta like stupid shit I would actually say Space Dandy would be a good recommendation if you're a fan of comedy and stupid shit and just want to turn on a show and turn your brain off you know like because like, I mean like for me. Like not not anymore, but at one point in time, like if I was going to just like eat dinner and I I just wanted to turn on something randomly to watch, you know, like I would back in the day turn on like a Family Guy episode or American Diet episode or Futurama yeah. and just be like all right, quick quick one off episode, cool, done eating, move on with my day. You know, Space Dandy could be in that same category where if you're like if you're like just like it's a stupid comedy and stupid direction show of these characters doing absolutely ridiculous stuff. Just quick one-off episode is to turn your brain off. I would say space dandy would be a decent That'd recommendation. Be really good for one-offs. I mean, yes, yes. If you're a fan of like just quick one-off yeah. episodes, space this, dandy. This series one-off. I would suggest you more for like drama. Yeah. For drama. Yes. Yeah. I know. Or more would be looking more for a harder story and drama connection and not as much action. Right. Well, now that you mentioned that, uh, I can actually shout out three of mine that are in like the drama and thriller and horror category. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first one, I'm watching it right now, man. Uh, summertime rendering. Like once it becomes available for everyone at some point, I if you're a fan of horror and like this like slow build like drama and stuff like that, I would 100% recommend summertime rendering. Like summertime rendering has been such a pleasant treat for this summer season because like it, it paces things so well because it's, a, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a 25 episode season, you know, covering the entire duration of the manga, which I think is only like 130 chapters, whatever. And it just paces everything so well. And it has such a unique story that, I mean, the first chapter, I mean, the first, the first episode, our main character dies and he finds out that he can essentially time travel and reloop and stuff. And he keeps dying and keeps dying and gets to see this horrible, tragic event of everyone else dying. So, like, if you're a fan of drama and horror and thriller and stuff like that, Summertime Rendering is 1,000% one that I'd recommend. Uh, and actually another one that's not that wasn't part of this three, but it just dawned on me, and I'm curious your thoughts if you'd recommend it in this sort of category, is what's your thoughts on, like, recommending someone to check out Tomodachi Game as, like, an entry point anime if you're a fan of, like, horror and drama and thriller and stuff like that? I, I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of that first season just because of how well our main protagonist is. Would that be an entry point for you or no? I don't think I would suggest that to anyone for their first series. Okay. But that may just be me just because, as we saw with some of the things, I I guess, there is a lot of red herrings in there. That's fair. Okay, that's totally and a fair. Lot, and a lot of small details that you can catch. Now, I might recommend that to someone who's like reads a lot or 
pays attention to a lot of like thriller or suspense series, I might recommend that as a first time. Mm -hmm. But other outside of that, no, probably not. Okay, that's fair. I was just curious. Uh, another one, and I, I feel like you can agree with me on this. Uh, Death Note, dude. The mental yeah. the mental chess match is so fun to watch between Light and L. Like it is. Like, yes. We we've personally considered that one of the greatest battles in anime history, and it's not even an actual like fight it's just a mental chess match so like mm -hmm. if, you, if you're a fan of that sort of thing like death note is an incredible recommendation like 1000 percent uh it is you know I, well I, the, the second half isn't the greatest thing in the world it's still good but that first half of the series is absolutely just incredible fiction we try to forget that second half yeah i know <laughs> now the last one that i have in my horror drama thriller category is a lot more on the horror side and here's the funny thing I am recommending this show if you're a fan of horror, and I have never even watched this show. But this is a show that I've never actually watched, but I have watched a stupid amount of like YouTube videos on this is show. It ghost stories? No, no. Again, this is on the horror side. You gotta like horror. You gotta like Carnage. If you like that, this is a series for you, and that's another. Another is a show oh, that I've never watched, okay. but I have watched so much content on this show because I like Carnage. You know, like I'm, a, I'm a big like slasher fan of movies like Michael yeah. Myers, Jason, Freddy, whatever. I love the Final Destination movies as cheesy as they are. This is Final Destination anime. Okay, it this really is, is this is that's what that's what another is. So if you're if you love Final Destination, watch another. That could get you help hooked in anime because that's what another is to a T is final destination in anime form again i've never watched the show but of how much content i see i feel like i watched the show spiritually <laughs> i like i like the the all the clips i've ever seen and someday i will sit down and actually watch it i don't know when that day will come i'm very busy but one day okay. another will make it onto my list of like all right i'm watching it today today's the day today's the day but i've seen enough clips on it to know okay yeah i'd, I'd enjoy this show because i like carnage i like that that buildup of where you know, because again, I like Final Destination. It's as cheesy as shit as it is. You're only there for the mm -hmm. carnage. Uh, I will say Final Destination, as cheesy as it is, that shit will fucking scar you because no matter what, I am never driving behind a fucking log truck. And it's always funny when you're on the road. You can tell who has seen Final Destination 2 when you see a log truck and everyone's just like, nope. <laughs> it just quickly gets out of the way. You can tell on the road who has seen Final Destination 2 or at the very least seen that scene from Final Destination 2. Uh, but like that buildup of where, you know, you know, something's about to happen. You're like, Oh, this, yes. this character is about to die. Well, how, whew, how are they going to die? How are they going to die? Like, you know, that, that buildup, if you like that suspenseful buildup, I think another is going to be up someone's alley. A hundred percent. Definitely. Um, I want to throw this out there okay. just because I mean, it, I'm pretty sure there's probably some others now out there, but I don't watch a whole lot of them for like a shoujo series. Sailor Moon. That's fair, man. Sailor Moon is one of the popular ones, so I, I get that. And it's it's an easy just go through because it is magical girls and everything, and it has that sort of teen drama stuff going on. So, I mean, it is a very easy recommendation to somebody who for, like, shoujo stuff related. Mm -hmm. Now, again, here... I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I don't watch a whole lot of shoujo, so I'm pretty sure there's some other ones we could recommend. I just don't know them off the top of my head. That's fair. <laughs> now, here's another series that I'm curious about, and it's one that I've never watched, I've never looked into extensively outside of its uh, 
long-term fame and like sales numbers and stuff. But like, you know, again, this whole video is meant to focus on like people that are just like movie TV fans and stuff. So my connection is a very popular movie franchise that a lot of people love, even if you're a fan of sports or not. And that of course being the Rocky franchise, how do you feel about like recommending like a Hajime no Ippo to people? So here's my thing about sports anime. I would probably always recommend a sports anime to somebody if I knew they liked the sport. Because that is a very easy entry point for them. Because it's already on a subject that they like. Don't recommend Ice Show 21. Hmm? Don't recommend Ice Show 21. That anime is bad. (laughs) Don't watch the anime. Go read the manga. Correct. Even though I haven't read it yet. It's on my list. Regardless, I would always recommend a sports series to someone who li- oh, I know likes that sport because it's already something they're interested in and whatnot, and it just more or less adds that anime flair to it of just characterizations of people having their s- signature moves and things like that and just that anime twist to it mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, I mean, I would always recommend a sports series to someone that I know likes that sport. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, what's another one you got on your list? So I only have three more for me. If you don't care about fighting, don't care about drama, but like slice of life, I would always recommend Beck. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say something else. I'm not sure what you thought I was gonna say. Bento. Okay. That's that I said take out fighting. Okay, fair. <laughs> they do fight over the okay. <laughs> There's literally fighting in every episode. <laughs> fair, fair. Um but back, it's a very good slice of life series of just a, I would say young adult drama of this group of people who form a band together and just their interactions with each other, forming this band, getting popular, having a falling out, splitting up, things like that. And just their overall career as this independent Japanese rock band that was that they suddenly formed, toured and whatnot. It is a very good young adult slice of life drama out there for anyone who wants to take a dive into it. And if I remember correctly, it's like 140 chapters? Something like that? It ended up having like 12 volumes. Mm-hmm. So it was a decent length series, and it's a very good slice of life drama series. Gotcha, gotcha. Now on the other end of that slice of life romance, Love Hina. Which one? Love Hina. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, actually, class. I was actually kind of curious on what romances all you would recommend because, like, I, while I've gotten a lot more into romances, most of the romances that I indulge at all in reading format, you know, like mostly mm-hmm. webtoon. Like, there's only like two or three animes that I've watched that are romance. So I was kind of curious in your stake on that one. Love Hina. I say Love Hina just because that's like one of the first ones I ever watched for romance. Mm-hmm. It's your classic sort of trope, male character meets a girl and sort of has a thing for her, does something dumb and whatnot, but eventually he ends up running a inn for, I think it's his grandmother, and ends up his daily shenanigans with his love interest plus these four other female characters who are involved doing other things who... One of them has a thing for him, the others... It's sort of hints that they have a thing for him that they really don't, it's just shenanigans. And then, actually, at the end of that series, actually has him and that character get together and actually has an OVA of a triangle of, of another girl, him and her, which is actually very 
nice and whatnot. But it's a classic sort of just uh, 90s style slice of life rom-com. Okay, okay. Uh, another one for me. Uh, this is more so, and I feel like in today's day and age, this is a stupidly easy recommendation. And that's going to be My Hero Academia. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend this to everyone. I feel like it's arguably you can recommend it to everyone. But, like, mm-hmm. because of how large the MCU has become and just, like, DC's trying. <laughs> DC's <laughs> trying. You know, I don't would, I wouldn't say they're succeeding, but they're trying. Uh, you know, then there's the other shows. Like, there's The Boys currently ongoing. There was Invincible mm-hmm. that came out. There's all, like, the Flashpoint, you know, the, the, the Arrowverse. So Green Arrow, Flash, etc. Yeah. Like, superhero uh, in media has become such a large thing in today's day and age, you know, and re- you know because like the X Men movies, the Blade movies, Spider Man trilogy, all of that helped set us up to where we are now with the multiple yes. shows and everything. I feel like My Hero is a very easy recommendation, especially if you're a fan of the MCU, since like you know Deku alone takes you know not right away. But as time goes on, as me and you know, takes inspirations of other Marvel characters that mm-hmm. Horikoshi is big fans of personally. You know, I, I feel like if you enjoy the MCU, which a lot of moviegoers do, I would say the upper percentage. I'm not going to say it's like, oh, my God, 90 percent of people. I would say like uh, at le- it's above at least 50 percent of people that enjoy movies and have yeah. enjoyed some sort of MCU film or whatever. I feel like that's a safe number. The fucking money says so. God damn it. Um, so I feel like my hero is an easy recommendation for that. And it's one that Courtney can watch and get into anime. And you know what? Her, her uh, cash would probably love my hero academia as well. Her son. Uh, so this is the start. I got her into Marvel. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get that household, her, her boyfriend and her, her son. I'm gonna get them into anime with my hero academia. That's the play, baby. We got this. Uh, another one that I'd recommend and actually, this has actually been an entry point anime for one of our friends, uh, Paige. Uh, this is a series that I recommended for her to watch at one point in time, and she did and fell in love with it and then expanded from there on an anime. Uh, and that's Sword Art Online. Uh, while some of the later seasons are okay, you know, they're not the greatest yeah. pieces of content. Like, I enjoyed three after a certain point. Like, once episode five came up and it came with that, you know, that, you know, that viewer's warning, I'm like, oh shit, shit's about to pop off. And it popped, yeah, it popped off from there. I still need to finish season four. Uh, but season one is a magical piece of content in anime history. Because when season one came out, those 24 episodes, like, it captivated the anime landscape. It did. Uh, Gun Gal Online, it didn't have the same hype as the first season. Gundigal was very good, in my opinion. Uh, but the first season, like, it truly captivated the anime audience. Mm-hmm. And because of, like, the storytelling and, like, the, like, the, uh, just, I, I don't know if thriller aspect or drama aspect is the right way to put it. I don't, I don't know. Just the whole aspect of them being trapped in the game. I don't know the right word to describe that. But just that and the relationship building that takes place throughout those 24 episodes is truly something magical in anime. Like that, that's just, that's a, one of those shows that out of everything of Sword Art Online, if I'm going to go back and rewatch anything, I'm rewatching the first season. First season is a very fun watch and it catches you immediately first episode like once the you know the creator of the game comes up and he says you're all trapped in the game you can't get out and if you die in the game you die for real like i mean it really hooks you in very very quickly mm-hmm. uh and like i said hey it's worked for me before i recommended this to page and got her in anime so i think it can work i think it worked for a decent amount of people but i will say you know you need to like 
that sort of uh, idea of where it's like almost like a little bit of a horror theme of where these kids are trapped and they can't yeah. get out. As well as, you know, if you're a fan of video games, you would also, I think, be a fan of this as well. Uh, what's another one that you got? I got actually two more. I know I said three minutes ago, but I missed one on my list. I got two more and I'm wrapped up. So, sort of off spirit series for someone who's not really into the whole Shonen thing or like slice of life and whatnot. Bit of a darker series could suggest to somebody who sort of likes that sort of darker themes and grittiness is a series called Speed Grapher. Okay, okay. And this series is. Oh, what's the best? So it is super powered, but it's more mutations than superpower. More or less, the main thing is. I forget what the creature is, but a person comes around and grants people an ability based on an obsession they have. So for like our MC, he has an obsession with, he's a professional photographer, PI and everything. And his obsession is taking pictures to the point where he gains this mutation or ability where whenever he takes a picture with his eye, whatever he takes a picture of explodes at everything. And it becomes a thing where there's a battle going on within the city, this dark city of just, these people with these different powers and whatnot based on their obsessions and whatnot. And his, him trying to uncover this group that's spreading the powers and save this girl who's a key point of it. And it's a very dark and gritty series to like, there is some messed up themes in this series. But overall, if it's someone that likes that darker theme, it would be a good starter just because it has that drama suspense, has some good action, and has these darker themes to sort of draw you in of just, you don't want that happy world. This is a dark world with a overarching story, which has a good ending overall. Okay. Well, now that you recommended a darker one, I guess I'll recommend a light and bubbly series. Because <laughs> <laughs> as you were going through that, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to immediately turn this around and recommend a very hot, happy and bright one, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to throw a dark series out That's there fair. That's before fair. recommending. I mean, I threw out another, so I feel you. Uh, so another series that I think would be a good entry point, but it's really more so if you're just a fan of like fantasy, like maybe fantasy books or fantasy TV shows, like adventure TV shows or books or anything like that. Uh, honestly... As much as I personally have a love-hate relationship with it, I think Fairy Tale would be a good recommendation in that sort of category. I really do. You know, if you if you've never seen an anime before and this is your first time, I think Fairy Tale could grab you pretty quickly because of just how bright and bubbly the kind of the world and the story is. You know, uh, you know, there's not a lot. You don't have to deal with a lot of pain in this show because you know for no. reasons. Yeah, no one dies. <laughs> you know, this is all about friendship and magic and blah blah blah. Great soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack yeah. can help pull you in. It's very a visually appealing series. And it there is an over... For the most part, there's an overarching story, obviously. Uh, it's very hinted at tidbits, but at the same time, it's broken up well into its multiple arcs uh, where you don't... Where, where you just feel like you're not fully committed to the full show in a way, if that makes sense. Because yeah. every arc kind of stands on its own. So, I mean, like if, you're, if, like, if you enjoy, like, fantasy books and shit like that, I'd honestly say fairy tale is honestly a, a pretty good recommendation. It's kind of, it goes back to the point that I made about Demon Slayer, where it's like, you don't know any better, you know? <laughs> like, fairy tale is like, again, I have a love-hate relationship with it, because I've been through the whole series from beginning to end, and I have my love and hate of the series. Uh, but I feel like for someone who's never checked out anime, I feel like it could be a good entry point. 
the last one that I personally have, and Zach, you knew it was coming. Um, this is more of a recommendation if you really just enjoy a TV show that is very story focused, and you, with it being story focused, you're fine with a slow burn, you know, a slow development of the story, and that is eighty six. 86 is still has just an incredible story, but it is slow paced. Even though it's, you know, the first season's only 13 episodes, whatever, I still consider it a slow paced sh- story. I, I do. Yeah. Uh, and if you enjoy a, uh, a TV show that is just very heavy focused on its story and it's, you know, maybe a tragic, you know, aspect to it, I think 86 is a very good recommendation. But as long as you're like, as a viewer, like, oh, yeah, I don't mind if it starts a little slow. You know, I like this show and this show starts a little slow. You know, as long as the story is good, it's all that matters. If, you, if you're like in that sort of mindset, I would say 86 is a definite recommendation because, you know, just the characters, the tragic um, world that you continue to explore and learn, the relationships that are being developed when these characters are so closed off in their hearts and closed off as a whole because of what they've been through. Uh, it, it really pulls you in. I still stand by this up front, brutally honest. Uh, 86, the second part or second season, however you want to refer to it. I, yeah, official 86 calls it part two. So I guess everything is season one. I don't know. I consider it season two. That's me. But that ending to the second to the second part of the show is is one of still one of the best anime endings out there, hands down. You feel so satisfied, you know, as a viewer and what you went through for twenty three episodes, following these these kids and following what they've been through. You feel so satisfied, you know, at the end of the the second part, the end of the second season. Like that's still a beautiful episode. That last five minutes, I still cry every time I watch it. And I still go out of my way to watch it. It's so beautiful. It's so well done. I love it. Um, but that was the last from my personal list. I mean, there are some others that I'd be kind of curious on your thoughts on. But before I ask that, what else do you have on yours? Nothing I could think of off the top of my head. Um, Actually, no. I'll throw it out there in the wind. Inuyasha. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, that was an entry point for a lot of people. So I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a simple series. It's standard shonen action with a nice balance of female lead and male lead mm-hmm. and everything. And has a very interesting world that can bring you in and whatnot. And very interesting characters overall. Okay. Uh, not Yashihime, though, right? <laughs> no, not Yashihime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, one that I'm kind of curious on is what would you say towards Tokyo Avengers? No. No. That's a very, like, you gotta like a certain thing. I don't think you necessarily gotta like a certain thing. I just feel like... I mean, you could recommend it. I probably would never not recommend it as a first series, just because that series has a lot going on. That's fair. That's fair. A lot, I mean, a lot to take in. If someone's, like, used to sort of that large drama and several plot points going on once, sure, I'd recommend it. But... The one thing that can turn some people off is just that delinquent angle. Yeah, see, that that was kind of my my stance on why it wasn't even on my list, is because of the delinquent angle. You know, it's not for everyone. And it's also why I was kind of hesitant on the Yu Haka show because it has vibes of that. It's not the focus, obviously, but there are vibes of a delinquent angle at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that slowly develops away from that. But that's why I was kind of hesitant on Yu Haka show. But at the same time, it 
it, it doesn't stay in that focus. But no, not in the least. Uh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that would be immediate recommendations. Personally, uh, I think I hit all the ones that uh, I would definitely recommend based on certain interests and stuff. If I had to pick a single show where it's like watch this to get into anime out of everything that I put here, it'd probably be Full Metal Alchemist, personally. That's that's my personal opinion. That or Spy Family. Spy Family's an easy watch and an entertaining one. I mean, if I was going to do, I'd do... uh, I'd probably choose Bebop just because I enjoy Bebop. That's a nice... It's got a nice aesthetic overall. Music's great. Soundtrack's great. Overall story's good. It does have those sort of snippet episodes of just single episodes where you don't always have to know what's going on. Everything. Fair, fair, fair. Well, I think I'll do it for this episode, though. We've uh, almost about hit an hour, so that's good enough for an extra episode for the week. Um, So I guess I'll hit the music and we'll work our way out of here. Zach, last thoughts. All right. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button. And it will really help if you hit the subscribe button over at youtube.com slash animan. That would really help out. And then also hit the bell to notify you when a new video comes up. Thank you very much. Bye. Do everything that he said and more, such as check us out at our website, spark3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. Join the Discord. Check out the merch store as well, spark3.com. Check out the other shows like Game Static, Terrible Football Show, Talk About Movie Stuff, and Spark Bark. Uh, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Comment down below if any of these series were your first and comment down below your thoughts on our picks and what you would recommend to people. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, shout out to the Josh Pillow one last time before we go. He's looking handsome as ever. And with that said, uh, until next time, guys, have a wonderful day. See you.